Hi, this is Carrie with Fullerton Professional Organizing, and we're going to spend some time talking about organizing children's bedrooms, um, just organization for children. Um, the way I would start this off, because my kids are out of the home now, and I really don't have uh, the everyday practice of the little ones in my home anymore. So you may have to make adjustments and tweak my, what I'm fixing to say to fit your age of children and your, um, you know, the stage that your children are in. But I know that these tips will help every parent. Um, first thing I like to do because I think it's the most helpful and any organizer will tell you the best thing to do is to start with the decluttering. Now in a child's bedroom I think the best thing to do before you get started decluttering is to really think about what zones you want in your kids bedroom where do you want certain things to belong what do you want certain areas to be used for it's not super super complicated because some of the spaces are going to overlap it's not a strict yes this is right and this is wrong the yet the the right and wrong always depends on your children and their personalities and how all of the that fits together because each person each child each individual each adult every single person is different and they're going to all have their own style and their own personality woven into organization because if you don't take all of that in consideration the organization is not going to work um uh like Cass from Clutterbug says it has to be just as easy to put away as it is to leave out. And I really, really believe that because what happens when you go brush your teeth? You brush your teeth, you're right there at the sink, you put the toothbrush and toothpaste back, it's one motion. Um, that's why it's easy to keep that done. Now, I know that there are people that don't put the cap on toothpastes, toothpaste, that's a debate, and there are people that squeeze in the middle and squeeze on the end, and so there may be those out there that don't put their toothpaste and toothbrush up when they use it, but the concept works because it's right there, you haven't moved, you don't have to go somewhere else to put the toothpaste and toothbrush away. I keep mine in my, um, the medicine cabinet is right there by the sink. So the toothpaste goes right there. And then of course the toothbrush goes. So it's one handed motion. Um, now we're not talking about the bathroom today or <laughs> the uh, medicine cabinet today. So let's go back to the children's organization. I think and you may have more zones and you may have less zones. 
again, it's up to you and how easy it is for you. Um, I came up with some zones that I think all bedrooms have or may have some combined. But your dressing zone, your dressing zone is going to include your closet, your dresser drawers, your where you put your shoes, where you're going to put your laundry. The creative zone is where, and I, I, I have these zone names so that they will fit adults as well as children. That's why it's called creative zone. The creative zone has your toys, your hobbies, maybe some game boards if you're a child, uh, crafts um, if you do crafts, but that would fall into hobbies. But when I say hobbies, I'm talking about ballet, sports, extracurricular activities. Maybe I should have put that down instead of hobbies, but anyway, um, ballet, sports, um, and maybe specific hobbies that are also toy related, like your Lego collection, Nerf gun collection. That's I got that part from Cass from Clutterbug. Her son has a pegboard for all his Nerf guns, and uh, I wish I had done that when my kids were young because uh, my son had Nerf guns and that would have been a really creative way to organize that. But anyway, uh, and then you have an office zone. Again, I named it office zone because that term can be used for a grown-up as well as a kid. But for a kid, it would be your homework space, your craft space, maybe your computer gaming space. And then the um, quiet zone. And the reason I say quiet zone is because I believe that incorporates your bed, where you sleep, your reading area, any of your quiet activities for a child. It may be coloring and reading, um, but for an adult, it could be crocheting or knitting you know, or reading whatever you do in your bed before you go to sleep. Um, now, some some people don't believe you should have a TV in your room because it should be your place to relax. Some people relax with TV. My husband and I happen to relax with TV, but I would not suggest a TV in your kid's quiet area or bedroom because um, it's hard to control nap time, sleep time uh, with those items in their room. I personally wouldn't even put a computer in my children's room because I like to be able to monitor that. So it might be good to have a laptop for your children to use um, so that it can be put away um, before bedtime. Uh, some People uh, have their children put their phones away at, at bedtime, their computers away, all of those things. And hindsight, if I were to go back and start over, I would not even allow my kids to have their phones in their rooms once it's bedtime. Um, but nevertheless, um, those are the zones that I came up with for kids bedrooms and and it just makes it 
easier for decluttering and organizing purposes. Now, now we go to the decluttering. Uh, declutter each zone by category. That way you can do bite-sized pieces at a time. Um, oh, I did forget to say in the uh, uh, other part, also make sure your kids know the why. Why do they want an organized room? Not why do you, your parents want an organized room, but why does the child want an organized room? Help them come to find their why so that they can find their school supplies when it easily so they can um, ha be able to find the toys that they're looking for so that they won't have be overwhelmed when it comes to cleaning cleaning up you know just talk with them help them find a reason to have their room organized that gives them the responsibility gives them some ownership of why to keep their room organized and uh, decluttered and clean. Um, now, declutter uh, by category. Now, you can go by craft supplies, just for an example. Just spend time organizing the craft supplies and ignore the rest of the room. That way, you're not overwhelmed. You go from one category to the next category. Do it by zones, but by category. Um, once you already have the zones set out and you know what you want in each of those zones, then you can go from category or drawer to drawer or shelf to shelf or closet to closet. But the first thing you want to do is throw away anything that needs to be thrown away. Now, you know, if it's an arts and crafts station in your kid's room, they may have drawings that they started and threw, wadded up and threw away. There may be trash that needs to be taken out. There may be dishes that need to be taken out. There may be things in there that you didn't allow your kids to have in there, but they wound up in there anyway. But the obvious things um, that are broken or torn those you can get the obvious items you can get rid of right away um, but make a space for the items that you're throwing out make it a space for things that go in another room uh, a space for donations and a space for your your keep items um, now and like I said, you're going to start with the obvious items, the things that you have to throw away, anything that is broken, torn. Go ahead and put that in the trash as you go through the room. Uh, for the items that may go into another room, go ahead and get a basket. Start putting those things in there so that you're not going back and forth outside to put it away and put it somewhere and then you get distracted because you went to put the clothes in the dirty clothes into the laundry room and then you decided oh well while I'm there I might as well put a load to wash and then one thing leads to another and then you're distracted and you didn't make it back to the bedroom 
So just make one basket for all the things that you need to take out of the room and put somewhere else. Um, then your donation pile. Um, now, depending on how long it's been before you um, decided to get your kids' rooms organized, you know, because you know how it is. I've let my kids go a long period of time before I forced them to get it in order. I should have been more proactive and I tried to keep my kids organized, but you know how it goes. Sometimes you get busy uh, and things just get out of hand. So use as many baskets as you need to get things out of the way and categorized and um, I love using baskets to categorize items. Um, so let's see, I lost my place. Oh, and uh, now, you know, make some quick decisions. Once you've gotten rid of all the obvious stuff that you know you want to get rid of, all the things you know don't go into the room, now let's go through all the, the rest of the stuff and decide very quickly. Keep donate keep donate keep donate when you get to an item that you're like oh i don't know if i want to donate or keep i don't know put it in the uh, a separate pile or put it in the keep pile we'll deal with it when we uh find a place for all the items that you're keeping and you may have too many of one item and have to decide later to get rid of the item that you were not sure of <clears throat> but don't make a big deal out of it. Just go quickly. Keep, do, uh, donate, keep, donate until you are finished. And then you're going to evaluate. Um, once you've done that throughout the whole room, and it may take a day, it could take a week, it could take a month. It just depends on you and your space and how much, how um, overwhelming the space is. Um, take your time. Don't overdo it. Don't uh, stress yourself out. Just as long as you keep doing it 15 minutes a day, 20 minutes, 30 minutes a day, or an hour a day. Uh, however long you're able to focus on it a day to get it done until you've got the whole room decluttered. Then you're going to decide, okay, what size baskets do I need? How big are the shelves? Let's measure. Let's figure out what we need to get it nice and neatly organized. Which things have to be visual and need clear containers? Which things don't need to be visual Visual um, that you don't want to see that you can have solid containers? Maybe everything's clear containers. Maybe everything's solid containers. But... You can decide on that after you've finished decluttering. And of course, once you finish the whole room, you know, you're going to want to go out for a simple reward. It may just be go get a Frosty at Wendy's, you know, those little Frosties or an ice cream cone. Um, keep it simple. It doesn't have to be elaborate. Um, kids just want to be spend time with their parents. Um, and then go with you know, pick out, maybe you should do this before you get started, but maybe you'll do it at the very end when everything's done. 
buy a little kid-friendly cleaning caddy. Just a little cleaning caddy that they can use to put some cleaning rags uh, in or uh, non-toxic cleaning products in. Depending on the age of the child, um, let them pick out whatever color goes with their, their bedroom, something that they can put some kid-friendly, non-toxic cleaning supplies in. And again, maturity, age, um, but get them started with their own stuff so that they can um, have that buy-in. Again, that why. They can take responsibility for their own space. Um, now, once you've measured and assessed and figured out what containers and you need, you know, you can purchase those. A great place to purchase those is Dollar Tree. You know, Dollar Tree, I think, is the least expensive. You can make some out of cereal boxes, Kleenex boxes. But um, if you're going to purchase some, Dollar Tree, Walmart, and then you can go up to Target, a Container Store, Amazon, you know, whatever fits your budget. And then... Um, you're ready to start actually doing the major organizing and we are going to stop here and we're going to get into the organizing process on the next video. Um, the first thing we're going to tackle is the dressing zone in our organizing process uh, then we're going to tackle the uh, yeah, the dressing zone, um, the creative zone, office zone, and quiet zone. So we may be able to get all of those in on the next, uh, our next podcast, or we may uh, break it down into smaller bits, but this is going to be a, uh, it could be a two-part, three-part, or four-part series on how to organize your children's bedrooms. All right, guys, thank you for listening, and I will see you on the next podcast.